This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. This is a scriptease episode where we talk through some of the world's greatest plays, jump through the major plot points, give some background, and of course, spoil the endings. All in less than five minutes. We do the hard work so you can do the easy listening. Today we do Our Country's Good by Timberlake Wurtenbaker. Why is it called that? It is called that ironically. Our country's good speaks to the many people who call Australia their country. It shines a light on our brutal beginnings. Many famous Australian convicts and officers appear in this play. This title is asking us to question whether our country is as good as some of us think it is. Irony is a theme in Wurtenbaker's play. So too is it in the title, which has many meanings within the play. Our country's good sounds to me like a title full of pride. Our country is good. However, in the final moments of the play, a convict reads aloud a poem that includes the line, We left our country for our country's good. You can break down that line a few different ways. You know, We're so bad we had to leave, or we left to make our country better. The irony extends to the terrible way the colonisers treat each other, as the colonisers bring barbaric treatment of each other with them to the land. Because this is a play within a play, the metatheatrical nature of the play may have the audience asking the same question. Is our country good? First, we see convicts below deck of a ship called Sirius, one of the ships of the First Fleet, on their way to Australia. They witness a whipping and are collectively worried about what will happen to them when they arrive to establish a colony. We then hear from an Indigenous Australian observing the arrival of the First Fleet. At first interested and then wary and fearful. We continue to see this perspective throughout the play as we return to this man. This provides some context and background as we focus on the four men, Governor Arthur Phillip, Captain Wonkin Tench, Captain David Collins and shipmate Harry Brewer. They discuss the real purpose of imprisonment. Is it punishment or rehabilitation? Are you born a criminal or made one? It is observed that convicts find hangings entertaining, and so Harry is sent to find a hangman to execute three thieves, while Arthur Philip orders a play to be performed. We find out that Harry and one of the thieves put to death were after the affections of the same woman, Duckling Smith. Harry talks with 2nd Lieutenant Ralph Clark about his plans to put on a play. Ralph decides he will do it in the hopes of currying favour with Arthur Philip. He chooses a play called The Recruiting Officer, a comedy written by George Farquhar in 1706. The actors are convicts, and although there is talk of the play being shut down, it continues after a vote in favour of putting it on. Illiteracy, displeasure with casting, and arguments affect their first rehearsal. We also learn that the hangman hates his job and is only doing it because he was given the choice to either hang himself or hang others. After some of the cast are imprisoned for their behaviour during rehearsal, Ralph wants to call it quits, but Arthur insists he continue. He wants to see imprisonment having a rehabilitative effect. The ghosts of two men Harry sent to be hanged visit him. From this moment on, his mental health deteriorates. We also see a second rehearsal and things are better, until Major Robert Ross comes in, takes a cast member out to be flogged, which the cast all hear. We are about to see the third thief be hanged, a woman named Liz Morden, who insists she is innocent and the two ghosts reappear, causing Harry to faint. The cast refused to work with a hangman named Ketch. The question of theatre's purpose is debated by officers. Is theatre there to serve as an allegory and a lesson? Is it there to mock and to satirise, or is it just there for entertainment? 
Harry dies after fainting again, just as Duckling announces her love to him. Ralph, the director, and one of the cast members rehearse on the beach, and they tell one another they love each other. Liz is given the chance to defend herself and a retrial is ordered, and Liz is allowed to perform in the play. Before the play begins, the convicts discuss their plans for afterwards. Some want to try and escape. Others plan futures together. Ralph gives a pep talk, and the play begins and receives instant applause. If you didn't know the play before, you do now. A bit. If you like the sound of it, have a read. That was Script Tease. Remember, this was just our version of the play's story, highlighting the bits that we think are important. You may also have your favourite bits and moments you want to mention. If you do, please leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. That's all from us at The Aside and this episode of Scripties. There are a load of episodes in the bank, including more Scripties episodes and over 200 episodes of The Aside. If you'd like to ask us a question, do not hesitate to do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>